Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. Hey, guys. I'm Suzanne. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Culips. This is Catchword, the series designed for intermediate and advanced English learners. And here we teach you idioms, phrasal verbs, and helpful expressions that can take your English listening and speaking to the next level. Joining me today is my co host, Suzanne. Hello, Suzanne. How are you? I'm great, Andrew. Thanks. And hello to all the listeners out there. You know, Suzanne, I was talking to one of my friends last week, and she was telling me about a problem that she's having at work these days. And the problem is that essentially she's overworked. She's got a lot on her plate, a lot of work to do, and just not enough time to do it, unfortunately. I think a lot of us have probably been in that situation before where we feel like we have to work extra hard in order to get all of our tasks completed. Yeah, exactly. I know I've been in that situation before as well, and it's no fun, but there is one little silver lining in this story, and that is that my friend's situation is the inspiration for this episode. And so today, everyone, in this lesson, Suzanne and I are going to teach you two idiomatic expressions that we can use when we're talking about having to really work hard or really put in a lot of effort in order to do something. And those two expressions are bend over backwards and move mountains. Awesome. Yeah. These expressions both imply making a great effort. Although they have slightly different nuances. So we'll make sure to clearly explain those differences to you here today. That is right. That's our job. <laughs> And listeners, before we get into our lesson, we want to remind you that there is an interactive transcript and a helpful study guide available for this lesson to all QLIPS members. And we design these resources to help you understand the key points of the lesson, to improve your English fluency, and to help make your English sound natural. So to become a member and get the transcript, study guide, and a lot of other awesome benefits and bonuses as well, just visit our website, which is QLIPS.com. And also, we want to extend a huge thank you to all of the Culips members. Your continued support allows us to keep creating new episodes and English lessons every week. We truly couldn't do this without you. And with that being said, let's get started by talking about our first key expression, which, Suzanne, is to bend over backwards. Bend over backwards. Ugh. Oh, my, my back is already hurting just thinking about it. Oh, oh, no, I'm just kidding. That's not what it means, right? Well, in a way, that is a great way to introduce this expression because when we bend over backwards, think about, at least in my mind, the image of somebody doing yoga pops into my head. And I can't do yoga, but some people who are good at yoga, and I know, Suzanne, you do yoga, so maybe you can do this, but people who know how to practice yoga can do that pose where they kind of bend over backward. Yeah, like a back bend, right? Yeah, it's like a bridge, I think, a bridge or something like that. That's the expression I was looking for, a bridge. So when people who do yoga do that, 
they're fine. They're okay. But for a normal person like me who can't do yoga, then that seems extremely painful. And like, it would be very hard to accomplish that pose. And I think maybe that is the imagery behind this expression, because to bend over backwards, it means to try really hard or put in an extra amount of effort in order to accomplish something or to finish a task or to meet a deadline, that kind of situation. And so if we think of somebody, you know, bending their back in a very uncomfortable and unnatural way in order to do something, that's difficult, that's hard. And that connects to the meaning of this expression. That's true. And it is used quite a bit in professional contexts, right? Like doing that at work or like you mentioned with your friend, doing that kind of amount of work or extra bit of work, going that extra mile, especially to like please your boss or please your colleagues. Mm -hmm. A common complaint I hear in my own personal professional life and just when I'm watching movies or just talking with friends is, People say something like, I shouldn't have to bend over backwards to make my boss happy, or I shouldn't have to bend over backwards to meet this deadline, meaning that they're working too hard and it's unfair. They feel like it's unfair. So they're kind of complaining about having to work so hard. And so especially, I think we use this expression to talk about complaining about feeling like we're overworked. And with that kind of sentence style, like I shouldn't have to bend over backwards. Yeah. It's like what I'm doing should be enough, right? I shouldn't have to always go the extra mile, always maybe, you know, be by my phone when my boss calls or always have to stay extra hours, whatever that extra amount is to put in all that effort. And Suzanne, like you mentioned, we can use this in a professional context to talk about office life and our careers, but could we use it in a more casual day-to-day situation as well? It totally can happen in your everyday life outside of work. Like say your family member suddenly is surprising you and coming to stay with you for a couple weeks and you have to kind of bend over backwards to like accommodate them and, you know, make space for them and clean up the house. It's kind of a big job when you weren't planning to do that, right? So that can definitely happen. Yeah. So I think just to summarize then, this expression to bend over backwards just means to put in a lot of effort and to work really hard in order to achieve a goal or finish a task. And we can use it in a career and professional type situation. And we can also use it when we're talking about tasks that we do in our daily lives. Like you mentioned, Suzanne, accommodating a guest or cleaning our house or doing daily chores and errands. All of those situations are perfect to use this expression in. And I would say that it's a pretty common expression. Would you agree, Suzanne? Do you hear this somewhat regularly? Absolutely. Yeah, I do. And it reminds me of not to bring in another expression, but this is a little bit more literal, like to go out of your way, right? 
like you have to go out of your way to accommodate someone or something. And that's similar, but bend over backwards is kind of a more fun image so that you're having to stretch yourself to accommodate the circumstances. So now that we know what it means, why don't we listen to a couple of examples? Suzanne and I have prepared two for you all, and we will take a listen to them right now. So let's check out that first example. Here we go. You know, I've been working late every night just to meet this project deadline. I shouldn't have to bend over backwards just to make management happy. Ugh, I hear you. We're not machines, right? Exactly. If you need a hand with anything, just ask. I'm happy to help. That's so nice of you. I'll let you know. So, in the example that we just heard, two coworkers were talking about office life, and one of the coworkers was complaining about how hard he has been working lately because he has a deadline to meet. And he voiced that complaint by saying, I shouldn't have to bend over backwards just to make management happy. And I think probably a lot of listeners right now know exactly this kind of feeling when you have a boss or a manager that has really high expectations. And in order to meet those expectations, you have to work really hard and you feel like you have to work too hard. You have to put in too much effort and too much energy. So yeah, that is like we mentioned earlier, Suzanne, right? A common way to use this expression is when you are complaining about how hard you have to work at the office. Exactly. And having to perform, right? That extra bit that is making you overworked, just like your friend. And I like that other expression that we heard in that example. We're not machines. That's another thing that people say from time to time when we're complaining about having to work really hard because, you know, a robot or a machine doesn't really get tired. They can just go and go and go and go. But humans, we're not like that. We need to have breaks and rest in order to perform our best. So saying something like we're not machines means that we need to have some time off from time to time. Yeah, <laughs> we're human. We're human after all. Exactly. Let's listen to the second example now. How's the wedding planning going? Oh, it's been a whirlwind. I've been bending over backwards to find the perfect venue, choose the flowers, and manage the guest list. It's overwhelming. Oh, I can't even imagine. Is anyone helping you? Oh, yeah. Thankfully, my sister is visiting next week. She's staying for two weeks and is going to help me to do a lot of the planning. I can't wait for her to get here. This is a great example of using this expression in your everyday life, even though you may not be planning a wedding every day, but it's more in your personal life. And so we have two friends and one of them is planning their wedding. And it's a lot right? On that person's plate, there is a lot of tasks to take care of. And it seems that this person is expressing that they've had to work extra hard. They've had to put in extra hours. They've had to bend over backwards for each aspect of the wedding. So clearly 
it hasn't come easily. It's been difficult at each point of planning. So they say it's overwhelming. And also there's a fun expression that they say it's been a whirlwind, right? A whirlwind, this kind of flurry of intensity, this has been thrust upon them or put into their everyday life and they've had to do extra work in order to get all of this done. And then you hear how thankful she is that her sister is visiting so that some of that burden can be taken off her shoulders and shared so that she doesn't have to bend over backwards and go out of her way to complete all of these tasks for the wedding. Yeah, exactly. Suzanne, I don't know about you, but when I hear that expression, it's been a whirlwind, I think of it just being like a tornado blowing through in her life, right? Just like a tornado can come and completely destroy a town, right? It like comes into the city and knocks down all of the houses and blows over all of the cars and is just very destructive. If something is a whirlwind in our life like that, then it just really destroys our life almost, right? It takes up all of our energy and effort. And yeah, at least for this character, planning the wedding has been a whirlwind. It's been just like an overwhelming task, which has required her to bend over backwards to work really, really hard in order to do. Okay, so let's move on to our second key expression for this episode, which is very similarly related. I think they have a lot of things in common. And expression number two is to move mountains to move mountains. And Suzanne, I think like, yeah, this is very easy to imagine this situation, right? Like a mountain's a very heavy, heavy item. In Montreal, Suzanne, there's Mount Royal, right? And if I said, oh, Suzanne, could you just go and push that mountain over a few meters? Would that be an easy task for you to do or a nearly impossible task for you to do? It's definitely impossible. I mean, I guess nothing's impossible. I would definitely have to hire a lot of contractors and things and probably get arrested in the process because Montreal wouldn't like that. But yeah, it's near impossible, right, to physically move a mountain. Those are pretty stationary. And so when we think wow, how did you do this, right? How did you accomplish this in such a short time, let's say? You know, if someone asks, like, oh, I had to move mountains, right? It's almost like you had to do the impossible in order to accomplish this or to get through this challenge. So, yeah, it's kind of doing the impossible or near impossible <laughs> in order to complete something and put in that effort, yeah. Exactly. So, of course, we're using it metaphorically here in this expression, right? We don't physically mean moving mountains. We're using it as a metaphor, comparing the amount of effort that we're putting into achieving our goal or to overcome a really difficult challenge. So, yeah, essentially then, in a nutshell, to move mountains just means to put in a lot of effort, a lot of work in order to do something. And... Again, Suzanne, I think we can use this expression in our professional lives, and we can also use it in our personal lives. I think it fits perfectly in both of those contexts. Would you agree with that? 
Absolutely. I think any time in your personal life that you might have to put in a lot of effort to accomplish a goal or to overcome a challenge in order to accomplish a goal. An example is one of my good friends just recently completed her first half marathon. And, you know, she just started running. She didn't know what she was doing. She really like started from the baseline and she had to overcome knee injury and an ankle injury. And she did it. She ran that half marathon. It wasn't perfect, but she did it. And that is an example of having to move mountains <laughs> in order to make that happen and overcome the challenges in order to do it in such a short time. So yes, it's definitely used quite a bit, I think, in our personal lives. That's so awesome. Congratulations to your friend. And that's funny that you mentioned that example because the conversation examples that we're going to listen to now when I was preparing them, I almost made one about a marathon, but I thought, oh, I always talk about running on Qlips. I'll make a different example. But then we still ended up talking about running, which is great. It was meant to be. Uh, just to let you know, a quick update. She is definitely very sore but she's healing well. She was, it was a little bit of a shock, but she made it. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And it is a great illustration of how we use this expression, right? To move mountains, to do something that you think is impossible, that you think will require too much effort, but then you actually do it. So that is a great illustration. And Suzanne, speaking of those conversation examples, why don't we take a listen to the first one now? Oh, this project seems impossible to finish before the end of the week. I think we'll have to move mountains just to get everything done in time. Yeah, but we've faced tight deadlines before. We can do it. True, we've done it before. We can do it again. That's the spirit. So in this example, we hear two coworkers talking. And Suzanne, I got the vibe that one of the coworkers was a rather unmotivated employee and the other guy was perhaps the team leader or manager trying to motivate his employee a little bit. But anyways, they're talking about a project that they have to finish before the end of the week. And one of the coworkers said, oh, we'll have to move mountains to get everything finished in time. Meaning we have so much work to do in order to meet this deadline at the end of the week. And the other employee said, oh, it's okay. We've faced tight deadlines before. And that's a really great adjective to know, to use, to describe a deadline. A tight deadline means a deadline that's coming up very, very soon or a deadline that doesn't give you very much flexibility in order to complete all of the work that you need to do before the deadline. That's what we call a tight deadline. So that guy says, you know, we've had tight deadlines before and we were successful and we can do it again now. And the other employee was like, yeah, sure. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Not too convinced. <laughs> Not too convinced, exactly. But that's a great example of how we can use this expression to move mountains when talking about having to do something very, very difficult. Great explanation, Andrew. And now let's listen to example number two. 
I am super stoked about starting our CrossFit class next week. I've heard it does wonders for your body and fitness. I don't know. I've tried exercising before, but I haven't seen any results. Just feels like I'll have to move mountains to see any changes to my body. Well, just start where you are. And with consistent effort, you'll definitely see results. Trust me. And just take it one step at a time. Hmm. I guess you're right. It's better to start and make some progress than to not start at all, right? Let's do this. Yeah, so in this example, we have one friend who's really excited to start CrossFit and this new exercise routine. And the other friend is kind of seeing this as a really big challenge, right? I've tried exercising before, but I've never seen any results. So they're already seeing this as a huge effort and and challenge to overcome. And they say it's almost near impossible to see results. They'll have to move mountains to see any change in their body. I think we can all relate to that when we've tried exercising and eating right and all of those things to get healthier. It's not easy, right? So one thing that's really interesting that the the other friend says is that just start where you are and take one step at a time, right? And if you think about it, that image of a mountain, in order to overcome that challenge, it does take one step at a time, right? If you're climbing a mountain, you just got to do it one step at a time. Well, you could think about moving the mountain one pebble at a time or one stone at a time. It's the same idea, right? Yeah, exactly. Taking it one bit at a time. And that makes that challenge a little bit less daunting because just like we said before, moving a mountain is really daunting unless you're like the Incredible Hulk. I mean, how do you pick up a mountain and move it? So that is a great way to look at it, right? When you have that kind of challenge and you can't move mountains, you can just take it one step at a time. Exactly. Great explanation, Suzanne. And listeners, unfortunately, that will bring us to the end of our episode today. So thank you so much for tuning in and congratulations on completing an English study session with us. Even though I think sometimes learning English can feel like moving mountains, you did the right thing today. You studied English, you put in the time, you put in the effort, and you moved that mountain just a little bit closer towards the goal. So great job for doing that. Yes, great job. And just to summarize what we discussed today, we looked at two idiomatic expressions that are about exerting significant effort, right? The first one, bending over backwards, means making a substantial effort sometimes at a personal cost, to achieve something. And the second one, moving mountains, is about the need to exert a huge amount of effort as if you're trying to physically move an actual mountain to overcome a difficult task or a challenge. 
If you have any questions or comments about this episode, please let us know. You can leave a comment on our website, which is qlips.com or on our discussion form and share your thoughts with us. Yeah. And if you found this episode helpful, please support us. Your support allows us to continue producing English lessons for learners worldwide. Without you, Qlips wouldn't be possible. The best way to support us is by signing up and becoming a Qlips member. For more details, simply visit our website, qlips.com. You can also show your support by following us on social media, spreading the word about us among your friends who are learning English, or by leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or whatever app you use to listen to Qlips. Well, that's it for us for now, but stay tuned for another brand new Qlips episode coming soon. Until then, take care and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.